Yeah, what's the Dallas? What's the Dallas? This is the first episode of Yanni Long Days where we are going to be exploring my functioning mental illness together. I'm going to be giving you a fucking long day once a week. You can tune in. You could also, if you want to just, we're going to be talking to fans live while this happens. Right now, Instagram live is going on my Instagram account. So people are chiming in, asking me questions. That's going to be part of it. They want to hear my opinion on something. We're going to be doing that too. If I get lightheaded or have an anxiety attack, we'll have to pause or we'll just have to wait for it to pass. Or I will tell you I'm having an anxiety attack as we're talking because I don't have any clonopins. Today, I'm trying to do the first day where I didn't bring clonies in my pocket. Um, and I never used them. I haven't used them for a while. But just in case I start feeling a little ootsy, I call it ootsy. I, it's just nice to know that it's there. You know what I mean? It's like somebody's talking shit to you in the bar. It's just nice to have a gun. I understand how Long Island homeowners think now. You know, you just see a car sitting outside your house. It's just nice to pick up the gun and hold it and look at him through your camera and say, is that a neighbor's relative parking on the street because there's too many cars in the driveway? Or is that somebody scoping out my house? Let me close my blinds, go in the attic, and put my rifle through the hole I have in the attic to just shoot anyone who may be on the island, who I don't recognize. I'm going to be slipping into your favorite character, Sean Terry, fucking Derek from uh, from Florida, uh, Marisa, Misapanos, anything. I'm going to be changing personalities. We're going to be talking about current events. I'm going to be exploring my stream of consciousness wherever the fucking electrons fire or neurons, whatever they're called. If there's a doctor out there or a scientist, who cares? I'm a scientist now. My gender is hee-haw. My profession is scientists and journalists. Why the fuck not? We live during the era of the democratization of truth. So who knows? Does the vaccine work? Does it not work? It's a matter of opinion. And that's what I love about 2020. You put your little spin on it. You take the information in, which none of us can understand because it's science, and let's be honest. How many percent of the people are scientists? I mean, Binky's a smart kid. He set up all this shit, but if I asked him how that camera worked, he's going to go, I don't know, I'm a fucking potato monkey from Whitestone, New York. I don't know how these wires work. There's magic in them. I don't know if Jesus pisses through the wire and puts magic fucking seeing shit through the camera and hearing shit. That's what I'd call it. There's magic hearing shit and seeing shit through all this equipment. So Binky is smart kid. He doesn't know how it works, but Binky could go online and be like, fuck this new camera. It's blah, 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 blah. I have an opinion. There's also Bill, J- Bill Gates has a microchip in, in, in my asshole and he's giving me colon cancer. And why not? And then there's a million other fucking morons who grew up like Binky, whose father <laughs> probably hit him when he was drunk. And he has sort of a blind spot in his fucking personality. And they go, Binky, I agree with you. Uh, There's a fucking microchip in my asshole too. How do I know? Because I had a cold on Tuesday. So that's what's happened. The internet has opened the fucking, as I said to Tim Dillon, the fucking gates of hell. And it's fun because listen, we are, we're past peak. We're at the, we're, we, we like when Rome, when Rome, Rome took a longer time because information traveled longer during that time. And they just, they switched into their dictator phase, the Caesars. So they were able to keep the people down. Now the floodgates have been opened by the internet. And just as an object picks up speed as it's fallen to the ground, I mean, shit is moving quick now. I mean, if this was Rome, we would have had to wait like 100, 200 years to find out that Hillary was Hilaria. But because of the internet, that shit moved quick. I mean, she's only been married to 
Alec Baldwin for like three years and 14 kids. I mean, those two are fucking recreating. He must be so attracted to her, Binky. Oh, yeah. He's got like five kids with her, and he met her when he was like 60 and she was 14. Yeah. So, and she's not Puerto Rican, but nobody questioned it because of the amount of kids she had at such a young age. Because I grew up in Brooklyn, and nobody can push out human beings quicker <laughs> than a young Puerto Rican girl. I, we have people writing in, did you think you were going to die when you had COVID? Yes, I did think I was going to die when I had COVID. That is a good question. And that was a weird feeling. Because here's the deal. Let's be completely honest. Binky will tell you the truth. And the truth is, I was pushing 225, 230. Okay? I was quarantined, which means the gyms were closed. And if you remember, as you can see, what's coming back. Before quarantine, I was a cut, sexy Greek kid. Around 205, 200 pounds. Mostly muscle. A little bit of fat because I like to eat. I got a fucking eating problem. But quarantine happened. And the gyms closed. And my wife was pregnant, and we started watching Mad Men. And of course, when you watch Mad Men and you have a pregnant wife, what happens? She starts wanting mozzarella sticks with her chicken fingers. And so she had all sorts of like weird frozen food, uh, food cravings. And I picked them up. We just sat around, and I started drinking fucking beer. I was having fucking a beer night because this is what happens after you get fucking married. When you get fucking married and your wife's fucking pregnant and your life becomes fucking being in the house, you fucking have a beer. That's what comes with being a straight guy at fucking nighttime. You go in the fucking refrigerator and you get a beer to take the fucking edge off while she's telling you to fucking be quiet because you're fucking watching the game and she's sleeping in the air rope. So I started drinking about a beer a night and that's it. I mean, alcohol's not my thing. You know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a Greek kid. It's actually been proven that, you know, Southern Europeans have a less, less of a chance of becoming alcoholics because they've had alcohol longer. I mean, you know what I mean? That's just what it is. Northern European kids, they're like the Asians. They've only got it for like the last 20 to 50 years. And boy, do they abuse it. That's because their bodies haven't built up a tolerance to it like COVID. I got nature shield right now. Come fucking spit in my mouth. I don't give a shit. I'll go see a Chinaman on the street collecting cans and I'll say, spit in my mouth. You can do nothing to me, coronavirus. Somebody's writing in wants to know about what do you think of Dr. Fauci's year from start to end? Dr. Fauci needs to shut the fuck up. Okay, I respect the little fucking squeak from Long Island. He's got a New York accent, and that's fun to watch. That our top fucking military guy, I'm sorry, our top disease guy, who probably does a lot of military shit as well, because make, make no mistake, we are also creating biological weapons since World War I, chemical weapons since World War I. So I'm sure he talks to the Pentagon a lot. And it's really funny that our top disease expert just sounds like a dude who might hand you a Metro card in the MTA train station. That's fun, but um, he needs to shut the fuck up. Like, the problem, and I'll answer you first, because I said, yes, I thought I was going to die, and that was bad, and that's what was very scary, and when you have a newborn, uh, it made it very scary. And there was a moment where I actually said to myself, like, um, I was feeling so sick, I was like, is the only way out of this uh, to die? And that was a scary thought, because I never had that thought before, and that freaked me out. That's okay, yeah, just give me one second, I'm going to press buff. <laughs> Who's here? Food? Oh, Yanni ordered some food, guys. Yeah, sorry, we eat it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dr. Fauci, this whole era, when, when historians look back on it, is an era where either the establishment took power again, which I say good. I say good. Let the elites run the country. 
That's what their families have been doing for generations. And all they got to do, because they know they got to pay us off or else we, you know, come show up at their gates and murder their entire families like Tsar Nicholas. So give them back the power. But for four years, a game show host, a tabloid celebrity who was created by the media in Hollywood, that's the irony of it because they hate him so much, but they created him. He's not a real billionaire. He's not a, he's not a smart politician. He's not even good at business. Um, as you can tell by his tax records and also uh, the great expose that the Times did on him, the New York Times did on him about how his father has bailed him out since he was like in his 20s. But the kid was good at being a star. He's like the male uh, Paris Hilton. So you oh, got to give him credit for that. We got a... He's a reality show. Uh, Zach Isis writing in... Uh, wow, Zach Isis. Uh, yeah, you're getting... This question's being read by your replacement. <laughs> Yanni, uh, what do you think of the aliens and have you seen the phenomenon? What do I think of the aliens? Hold on one sec. COVID, I was quarantined here, and that Mexican kid was bringing me chicken soup like every day, but the chicken soup I couldn't get down. Um, so yeah, Fauci needs to be quiet. I don't know why he's talking. Yeah, I know. I don't know why Fauci's talking so much. I don't know why he's talking to the media so much. He's not a media personality. He's not public relations trained. He fucked up when he talked about the masks. He's See, the thing about people who are that smart is they overestimate the intelligence level of the American population. All you got to do is go on TikTok, which, by the way, the Chinese named the TikTok because they know that we're at our end and they're laughing at us. All you got to do is go on TikTok to realize that, look, you want to think very carefully about what you say, whatever comes out of your mouth to the American people through the media. You also want to take a peek at what journalists are doing, creating fiction to, to get clicks. And you want to be very careful about what you're saying. He fucked up with the masks. That gave half the population the ammunition they needed to be like, you know what? This, was, this is Bill Gates' plot to, um, to uh, watch us all. Um, and then recently, he's, now he's saying, you know, the 2021 is not going to be normal. It's going to be 2022. Herd immunity isn't 70%. Like I said before, it's 80, 90, it's 100. Pretty soon he's going to say it's 400. Whatever's going to keep me on TV and keep me relevant because the guy's old and he wants to fucking make a splash. Shout out Daryl Hannah before he dies. So Fauci, don't, don't think I don't know what you're doing. All small squeaks at the end of the fucking day. Whether they're, whether they're eggheads like him, nerds, or whether they're fucking pugnacious, insecure assholes like Napoleon and Hitler. At the end of the day, squeaks are gonna try to take over the world and be heard and overcompensate. And that fucking squeak is having his moment right now. He's a smart kid. He sounds like a fucking sauce monkey from Brooklyn. But right now, there's a part of him that's going like, this is my time to shine. I'm the star. I'm walking out on my 80th birthday. By the way, kid looks good for 80 squeaks. They live forever. You never walk around and see a tall or fat old person, but you will see squeaks everywhere in their 90s. My dad was 5'9", I think. He shrunk down to 5'5". Five, five. Kid lived to be 91. And he had prostate cancer all over his body. I mean, the kid's balls were imploding, but he lived. Squeaks live forever, but squeaks are squeaks. So you got to watch them. You know what I mean? When they come swinging at you, you got to put your hand on their forehead and say, Dr. Fauci, shut your mouth. 
He should not be allowed to talk to the press. I do not know why a disease expert is talking to the press, but I also blame Trump because Trump is fucking all over the place and shit rolls downhill, so you got to blame the guy who's at the top, right? Like if you get a bad McDonald's burger, you don't complain to the fucking staff. You go to the CEO of McDonald's and write a letter like my mom did for the last 15 years of her life because she had nothing to do when she was bored. I mean, and she wanted to sue every company that fucking she felt wronged her. And she caused me a lot of harm for 10 years. Tim Dillon keeps calling you. Do you want to call him? We can't. We're in the middle of a podcast. It could be an emergency, but who cares? Well, what kind of emergency could it be? I mean, the kid's on coke. That's why he's calling <laughs> me so many times. Uh, and somebody writes in, what about when they shut real comedians off YouTube? Will they go to Rumble? I don't know what Rumble it's is. another good question. This podcast is going to work out because these fans are fucking screwed in. Um, so, yeah. But I was going to finish that thought was Donald Trump, you know, from the beginning, he was calling it the flu. He just mishandled this pandemic. And to the people who think this was just like, this was just sent to ruin his presidency, you're what they call a religious fanatic because this is a global pandemic. I mean, Japan's in lockdown now. Sweden, who was trying herd immunity, that didn't work. They locked down. People are dying. It, you know, it happens. This is nature. Whether it was created in a lab or fucking from some bat's asshole because when he fucked in a goat or something or a cat. Some of the fans are asking for you to call Tim on air. You want to call him on my phone? Why the hell not? Let's call him back. There you go. This is what happens. For the people on the Instagram, they're seeing this live, and that's because it gets erased because who knows what's going to happen. Timmy? Hey, what's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? I'm sorry. I'm calling you back. I know this is like kind of a rude thing to do, but I was, I'm in the middle of doing the first episode of Yanni Long Days, and you called a couple times, so I just wanted to make sure. It's, I know it's early in Los Angeles, maybe nine. So are you on Coke again? No. Okay. No, 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 no. We just, we all get up early here. All right. Can I come to you uh, like January 13th after sure. Rogan? Sure. Absolutely. Okay, good. Now, I got my own room. I'm not sleeping with Ben in bunk beds, right? <laughs> No, we, we, we all have our own houses here. It's, it's not like New York. Yeah. We have money. Yeah, no. Timmy has we guest like houses no now. Yeah, do I have yeah, my do I have my own Range state. Rover? Yeah. No, you do. You don't have a Range Rover. Keep working on one day. Yeah, no. Hard. I mean, I'm, I'm trying. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm trying to build You're my TikTok. You're an artist. You don't need a Range Rover. You're an artist. You guys no. are artists. You guys are cool and... You know, you're artists, so you get, you get to go to a basement and, you know, talk about how, how, how cool and artistic everyone is. And, you know, out here in L.A., we just, we, all we have is money. You know, we're plastic fake monsters. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely... Oh, but I'll take it. It's definitely two extremes, uh, New York and L.A., and it's because humanity is an abomination to this earth. <laughs> <laughs> so let's not pretend like the they both I don't suck. Yeah, I mean, you know, you go to the West Coast, it's a horror show. You go to the East Coast, it's a deluded horror show. You go to the mirror, the middle, it's a it's a horror show it's to look. Junior. Yeah, it's it's, junior. it's it's a horror show to look at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Hardy's, it's Carl's Junior, it's uh, Bob's Big Boy. Yeah, it's yeah. just loose at the belt and, and, and take down you know ten thousand calories a day. Yeah, I mean, on the on the East Coast and West Coast, where our souls are rotting on the. In the middle, their actual like organs are rotting, so it's yeah. like we're all rotting. In the middle is a, just a big cruise ship. It's just a big cruise ship in the middle. It's a big just. It's just a fucking Joker's cruise. Now this podcast, this is your podcast to just go on crazy rants. Yes, this is my podcast to display my mental illness, my m multiple personality disorder, to go on tangents, and just this is my podcast to not get popular, but. 
to just do because Nate told me I should do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm an artist. This is my artist. This is for me to be an artist. Yeah. This is my, this is, uh, let's see. This is my less successful of the characters. So if the history hyenas is Morisa, (laughs) this one's going to be the sneaker keeper. This is why Sean. Well, that's good. Hey, listen, you got to do it to feed your soul, right? If it feeds your soul, then you got to do it. You got to be happy. Hey, look, some people are Van Gogh. Some people, they're Picasso. Picasso was signing fucking napkins for $15,000 at restaurants. Okay. Van Gogh cut off his ear, gave it to a hooker and died in a panic. I'm the, I'm the latter. So that's just what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's I think it's very healthy to compare yourself to Van, Vincent Van Gogh <laughs> on the first episode of a podcast on Instagram. I think that's incredibly healthy. Well, let's be so honest. I think it's working. I think it's working. I think this podcast is working. Yes, yeah, so for your mental health. Well, Van Gogh, I get it. <laughs> well, it's working now that we got a surprise phone call from you because we throw this right in the fucking algorithm on YouTube, and boom, yeah. we get that fucking trickle down <laughs> Tim Dillon love now. <laughs> Don't think that. Well, listen, don't think that yeah. every time you call me now, I'm not going to plug my phone into my computer and just record it and throw it that's on my fine. future Patreon. Listen, yeah. that's, that, that's fine. Listen, yeah. that's fine. As long, I, listen, as long as you can get me booked on a rooftop in New York, you can do whatever <laughs> you want, because that's what I want to do. I want to go perform it to a heat lamp uh, on a roof in New York City. So as, as, as long as we can do that, you know? Well, I don't know if you know this, but I know the Stan guys personally. They, they managed me for nine years. And, uh, yeah. yeah, my career looks like they managed me for 25, but they managed me for nine. <laughs> so I know them personally. I could get you maybe booked upstairs, maybe after a Legion of Skanks live show. I hope. Well, listen, I think I could get myself booked upstairs. I just got to start selling food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to start making it. I mean, the sandwich market is cornered upstairs, but you think you could come in and throw some barbecue sauce on a fucking... Because, by the way... Yeah, I might. Yeah. I might. Listen, I'm, you know, I'll do that shit. I got no problem with that. Yeah. You know, how is New York? New York is low with cases. Because LA is like burning down with cases. No. No, New York is uh, uh, 5%. So it's it's bad. But it's not it's not like LA. LA's burning. Uh, I think Florida and Texas are high, uh, obviously. Because, I mean, it's a fucking party down there. I mean... So, but, and they're big states, and um, yeah, I think, uh, I think yesterday, three, over 3,000 people died, so it was the biggest death day um, uh, in history, yeah, so people are dying, but um, you know what I mean? It's only 20 million people who have gotten it, and uh, most, of, most of it's a walkthrough, you know? I had, I had a friend who told me, I mean, his girlfriend can't run anymore, and her dad died, and he was like, he, go, he had corona, and uh, he was able to jog after three weeks, so he's like, corona's like a breeze. I'm like, your future father-in-law is dead, and your wife can't even jog anymore, your future wife. But it, here's the thing about COVID. It's unpredictable. It's unpredictable. It's like bug chasing. You know what I mean? Like, if you, put, if you, if you bug chase, the chances are you're not going to get the HIV, but you might. What is, why can't she jog anymore? Is it just long term? Yeah, she had, it's just like she gets winded. She's one of those where she just gets yeah. winded. I mean, this congressman uh, elect in uh, Louisiana, he's dead. He was 40 years old. So he died. I mean, I know conspiracy theorists are going to say, you know, yeah, he died of like, uh, I don't know. What do they say? He had diabetes in his toes or whatever. But I mean, yeah. the kid, I mean, the, the truth of the matter is if the kid didn't get, it does, it does cause other stuff. Like I was talking to a doctor in Chicago and he said sometimes the GI version causes um, 
causes uh, that you, uh, you know you have to have surgery because the inflammation's so bad. And so it's funny. They, you know, it's funny they, they don't understand this. Smokers are really underrepresented in terms of serious COVID cases. Like almost no serious smokers are getting it. It's, it's, it's blowing medical professionals' heads. Yeah, there's a lot of. It's a lot of stuff that's bizarre. So it's bizarre. Like when smokers get it, a lot of them die because they've destroyed their bodies. But it, smokers aren't getting it. It's very weird. They they did this three this study in Israel where like a very small percentage of smokers contracted corona versus the regular population. They don't know why that is. They think maybe it's because smoke increases a layer of mucus. That it's just weird. It's like it, it's a very strange thing out there nobody knows what's going on yeah well the ccp knows what's going on um right <laughs> you can have a healthy guy you have that, that congressman who's you know, 41 and healthy uh die and then you can have you know a morbidly obese uh person who's treated their body like shit and it'd be a breeze so you don't it's so fucking weird even though that shouldn't be the case it's just random and insane. Yeah, and look at Chris. I mean, you have a guy like Chris who uh, should have got COVID. I mean, he should also have AIDS and herpes, but he just doesn't have it. I mean, he was, you know, I think he was tongue-kissing Andrew Santino. He slept with Donnie in the same bed, and he was there in the room with Akash when everyone in the room got it, except for him. So it is a very strange... Yeah, I, mean, I sat in a room with a guy. I had breakfast with a guy who had it 45 minutes. I didn't know, and then he, you know... He, he, told me, uh, you know, I told you last week, me and Ben were having a meeting, and neither one of us got it, so I don't know, I think I either had it in March, or I have a weird immunity, or, I mean, I'm just being careful, I'm getting lucky, I mean, I'm not going out and doing anything crazy, I'm just, you know, staying in my house, going to the store, and whatever, so, I mean, it's weird, but it's also, you know, there's nobody rational, everybody's like, okay, we either need to shut down everything uh, forever, and uh, that's one group of people, and then the other group of people goes, let's go out to Chili's and tongue kiss each other. <laughs> and the problem is that the economic damage of this isn't even quantifiable yet. Like, yeah. We don't even understand. We don't even understand, like, the evictions, the loss of revenue to, to businesses, what's happened. Like, you know, corporations are just taking everything over, and if you had a small business, you're going to be fucked. And I mean... If you own a restaurant, if you own a gym, if you own uh, you know a small retail store, if you uh, work in any of those industries, if you're a service industry employee, like you've lost all of your income. The government gave you a six hundred dollar check. I mean, people are getting pretty close to grabbing a gun. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I I think COVID's real. It's devastating. But at the end of the day, it's like unless the government gives people more money or figures out a way to open things uh, to a degree where people can go work. There's going to be massive problems, and they're going to, and they might make COVID look like a breeze. Yeah, no, there was a guy with a machete the other day in Brooklyn who just hacked up a woman on the street. I think he might have been naked too. So it's a real Sophie's choice we got going on between right. people's sanity, the economy, and uh, overcrowding the hospital system. You know, at some point you go, you know what? Let's let's build some tents and and get these, you know, get these fucking stores. That, by the way, the WalMarts are wide open, which is hilarious, right? So it's like... This is the other problem. Yeah. It's like the WalMarts are open. You can, so you can't eat outside. But so I'm driving around in L.A. yesterday. They're still giving tours of L.A. You can cram seven people in a van and show them where fucking, like, Taylor Swift lives. I yeah, by the way, like, what is a tour of L.A.? Just telling stalkers where celebrities live? I mean, right. what else are you going to see? The fucking town was built 20 years ago on a fucking desert. 
So listen to this. So they got fucking people in small little vans driving tourists around, cramming them in vans. But you can't have a salad on a patio if you own a restaurant. Like you can't have to eat in the sun on a patio where transmission is very low. But you can stand in Costco or Walmart or a liquor store shoulder to shoulder with people or take a tour. It just, it's sloppy and uneven and people are getting very angry. This is one of the reasons why people don't want to take the vaccine and everything. It's like nobody trusts the government anymore because the government can't effectively govern. It really is, and I hate to you know harp on this point that we always bring up, but it doesn't get much better. Like things will open up, things will, but we, this whole experience has shown us that we are not able to handle anything. And the next challenge, whether it's a pandemic or a war, I mean, it's just going to hasten and accelerate our demise so precipitously, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, because, you know, war doesn't happen anymore with, you know, guys, uh, you know, troops storming your borders because everyone is so strapped with artillery and nukes that this is the way if war continues, which, of course, we're humanity, we'll, we will continue to have war. It'll be done like this, and it'll be done to expose the weaknesses of your enemies because I'll tell you what. Wuhan looked like fucking Times Square and Times Square looked like the inner city of Baltimore. So if you don't think the Chinese are winning, they're winning. So like like the great Tim Dillon said, for all you racists out there who keep talking about the conspiracy of the Jews, you don't even know, as the great Tim Dillon said, who you're fucking supposed to be, uh, who who owns you. Because it ain't yeah, the you Jews. Don't know who your rulers are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're coming. They're coming, and they deserve it. You know, they deserve it. If you're willing, to, if you're willing to release a bioweapon to yourself first, and then to the rest of the world, you probably deserve to win. It's like I, mean, I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's like Kaiser Soze when they kidnapped his family, and then he shot his kid and his wife just to show these men of will what will really is. They're like, look, man, we will eat your pets, and we will live in an apartment with five thousand of us. We will collect cans at 90 years old and I'll carry them on my back like a camel, even though I'm getting a stipend from the government that's secret to buy your house. We are taken over surreptitiously with subterfuge because we're a sneaky fucking political party that has complete control over a country. And because of Nixon and that fucking era where he said, let's go there and let you make our shit, we own you and got you by the balls just like fucking Hilaria has Alec Baldwin. (laughs) By the balls making kids and now she's... He's a famous yoga instructor. That's how it goes, baby. <laughs> That's America. America is a famous yoga instructor. Like, if, if America had a job, it would be, a, we're a famous yoga instructor yeah. as a country. And That's exactly, like, yeah. <laughs> and, we're a white woman that likes crystals, that does yoga, and yeah, her parents pay for her apartment. And by her parents, <laughs> the Chinese. Yeah, the Chinese. And you know what? You're right. It's this... Uh, it causes the distrust amongst the people. Like one lie. That's why I said government, uh, you know, get Fauci off TV because he's not, he's a fucking, anyway, that's another thing. But it's like, um, you, you, you get caught in one lie, then the idiots in, of the country, which the majority are, are going to question everything. It's like if you tell the people, hey, look, you can drink, you can drink until your your liver turns fucking purple. You can beat your kids. You can beat your wife. You can kill people in the car uh, when you're drunk. But you can't smoke weed or you go to prison, you know? And so that's your morality. 
Uh, yeah, people are going to go, you know what? This is a little weird. I know COVID's a real thing, but why can I fucking, why can I go into an indoor Walmart, right? And, uh, and just walk around and stand in a line of a hundred uh, people who are, we're trying to stay six feet apart, but people are so fucking fat that they extend <laughs> past the six feet and are in my area. And I can do that, but I can't fucking enjoy an omelet outside in, in West Palm. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I think it's also like the government, they just, those demons up there like Mitch McConnell, man, they just don't want to give anyone money. They just hold on to the money. And, you know, they're just, they don't want to give people two grand, which in the grand scheme of things is nothing. And, uh, you know, they're just demons, but they're giving Israel a trillion dollars and they're giving the military industrial complex all the fucking money in the world. And, you know, they're giving everybody money. What, you know, why, why are we giving Israel $4 billion? Like, can anyone explain to me why we're doing that? Like, why are we giving Pakistan money? Why are we still building missiles? We've got more missiles. We can blow up the world 90 times and we're still building missiles while we have five-mile-long food lines in Texas. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, unless those people wake the fuck up, man, it's going to get bad. You know, Nancy Pelosi's house is vandalized, and I don't agree with any violence ever. And I always like to say that if this goes on YouTube. But, like, the reality is people are... <laughs> viciously angry they're desperate and it's a very combustible mix yeah and i don't know why these motherfuckers you know it would cost a, a couple of billion dollars to give everyone two grand which is nothing right it's in the grand scheme of things it's absolutely nothing and i would just put a band-aid on but what's gonna happen is if they don't give people that money you know the winter's gonna be nasty but guess what's coming summer yeah and people like going out in the summer no they're rioting they're again to, yeah 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 i'll be a little rioting <laughs> We'll smash and grab. We'll smash and grab. Yeah. And it's going to happen because, you know, a cop is going to do something stupid. We always know that. Some cop from, like, some frozen tundra of Minnesota, Wisconsin, is going to do something stupid. Yeah. He's going to shoot a guy in a Waffle House parking lot. And then it's just going to be a fucking, it's going to be on like Donkey Kong. So I think we should just give people a little money. Try to get the cops to keep the guns in the pockets if possible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, move on. But listen, I got to jump in the show. Or at least, let me just say this, or at least just shoot white people. If you're a cop in a black neighborhood, please get yourself a Nerf gun and just let the cops get shot. Let's just do that for a year. And just, like, if you are got an itchy trigger figure, just go to, like... Go to the suburbs and just... Yeah, you can shoot 100 white people and it'll be fine. Shoot Hilaria Baldwin. If the NYPD shot Hilaria Baldwin 300 times, are you telling me this country wouldn't work out? I think it I might think bring us together, yeah. And before we lose I Tim... Mean, you just saw her body against Bergdorf Goodman just getting, like, Amadou Diallo, <laughs> hail of bullets. Yeah. And say, bitch, you want to be a minority? Well, this is how we treat <laughs> Anyway, Tim J. Dillon on Twitter. Wait a second. Binky wants to ask you one question. The fans want to know what he thinks about aliens real quick. They just want to know real quick what you think about aliens. The fans are asking, and then we can let you go. Aliens. I mean, you know, it's impossible to know why the government keeps talking about aliens right now. Things are so bad, the government might actually be like, let's try to get these losers on a new hobby uh, and talk about aliens. But I don't care about aliens until they do the rightful thing, which is come down and bomb this planet. (laughs) Yeah. Until they shut the lights off, I mean, yeah, if if they were here, they would have done it. They would have done that already. 100%. Yeah. They would be be here. But all right, brother, I got to start my day. I'll talk to you soon. All right, I'll call you later to talk. Yeah, please. All right. So there you go. That's what you call calling a getting a call from a personal friend into content. 
And uh, I was going to say, Mark Norman, I was talking to him yesterday, so put his, put his name in the tags on YouTube because he's hot right now, like fish grease. He gets it. It's about the net. Um, he told me he had one friend who uh, was, like, in the hospital for 11 days, and then he had another friend who, like, had, like, two, three days worth of symptoms. They're both healthy kids. So COVID is a fucking wild, it's a spin-the-wheel type of drug. You never know what can happen. Aliens, my opinion on aliens is... There's definitely aliens in the universe, but, I mean, they're not here. They might have come and take a peek and just been like, think about it. Imagine you're an alien. If you have the technology to get 100 billion light years or whatever, that means you can, you've built something that can like warp time and space because nobody's going to live that long, and that's how long it takes to travel. You can't live long enough to go to like... The last planet in the solar system, which I don't know what it is because I'm not an astrologer. It's astronomy. I know I'm doing it as a joke. But it's like, it takes, you, you, you go to Mars, you go there for a lifetime, you don't come back. That's how fucking big and vast the universe is. If they could come to Earth and they're that advanced, think about it. That would be like us looking at uh, an anthill and going like, do you, are you going to want to hang out? No, you're going to look at it and go like, that fucking blows. Imagine what it must be like to be ants. That sucks. They all die from some fucking queen. She treats them like shit. All they do is build and work all day to serve this fucking cunt. And then that's all they do. They build bridges and sacrifice themselves for her, which is wild. Sounds a lot like what Alec Baldwin's doing with his career with Halalia. But yeah, I mean, that's the power of pussy. Has anyone ever examined the power of pussy in other species? Praying mantises, they fucking eat the guys, ants, they're all male and they're out there working, dying to serve some fucking bitch who just sits there on like Java the Hutt in some fucking hole and can't be killed. And then they bring food back to her and someone fucks her. Someone gets to fuck her. Some, some, she does a contest and lets one ant or a couple ants fuck her. I'm not a zoologist. And then they all die. Well, that's what influencers are, no? That's kind of what influencers are, right? So it's like... <laughs> If you were an alien and you came and saw a fucking anthill, are you going to hang out or want to let them know? You're going to take a peek and go, this sucks. Let's get back to our fucking lit-ass planet where we can fuck yous in our mind. We vibrate in each other and come a hundred million times because our brains are so strong. You think the Kama Sutra is fucking lit? Look, if we travel a hundred million, you know how lit alien sex must be if they have figured out a way to travel billions of light years away? That fucking sex is litty. Litty. TikTok should be illegal. It's fucking children in Air Force Ones making adults hard. Stop it. Uh, we have someone writing in, what do you think about Elliot Page? Elliot Page, uh, formerly known as Prince, right? <laughs> Look, Look, this is a complicated subject. First of all, her career, her career was fizzling down a little bit. She was one of the loudest uh, advocates for Jesse Smollett when he came out, which is a fun video. When you cut this, if you could find it, she's on a talk show going like, enough is enough from her like probably $4 million apartment in Portland or San Diego or whatever dumb imaginary West Coast city that was founded by East Coasters 20 years ago. I mean, you guys are just like, your whole coast is Vegas. It's just Vegas. The East Coasters, you know, you got fucking Mormons and then East Coasters that just went out there and started businesses. And then you're like the second or third generation kids and you're living on a fantasy. The whole West Coast is just fucking built on fantasy. Come for gold, come for fame, 
You know, come if you follow a guy named Joe Smith. If you're stupid enough to follow a guy who you think is a prophet and his name is Joe, fucking China, take the West Coast. America is really the Northeast corner. That's the nucleus. That's the brain. I mean, if you go to Florida, you think that's the brain? No, that's the penis. That's America's penis. It makes mistakes and it fucks up. Florida's America's penis. The Northeast corner... You know, when we got MIT, fucking Harvard, RIT, where the country was started, that's the brain. The middle of the country, obviously America's stomach. That's where it likes to eat. That's the fucking stomach and gut. And it takes in a lot of food. And then the West Coast is sort of the mental illness, the the dreams, the delusions, the childish ambitions, uh, the immaturity, you know, of the country. So... That is our country if it was a person. What was your question again, Binky? Because I got lost in my own brain and it didn't, it wasn't a good payoff. Um, here's another one. How are we going to fix this wild state of the news media? Is there any solution? Wow. Okay. 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 That's a good one. Um, that is a good one. So this is, this is the media's fault. This is the media's fault. It's not politicians fault. Um, at the end of the day, uh, I had a joke on my half hour uh, about the media. The media did not adapt to the internet, right? Used to have to buy papers and everything was subscription-based. Same thing when you go to a comedy show. You pay for it, you're going to act respectfully, you're going to see good entertainment, whatever you like. When you walk into a free comedy show, right, it, it, you don't have respect for it, you can get up at any time, comedians got to take their balls out to hold your interest, you don't pay for something, you don't respect it. You don't really support it. You, you got to resort to other things to hold people's attention. So when the internet happened, it gave journalists the opportunity to have their own avatars and to feed their own narcissism. You used to not even, nobody knew what, what uh, Seymour Hirsch looked like. Nobody knew, what, the journalists weren't famous. If you saw Walter Cronkite in a fucking restaurant, you didn't run over to get his autograph. Nobody gave a shit. First of all, kids didn't know who he was, and parents just were like, oh, that's that boring guy from the news who gives me the fucking news. That's what news used to be, just news. A guy saying this is what happened. Um, then cable TV started with Fox and CNN. That was the first incarnation of it where it became narrative and fiction. And then with the internet, it just exploded into conspiracy and more extreme. And if, you, if you're hip to it, if you look for it, I mean, everyone puts their paranoia in weird places. You know, it's like put your paranoia in... It, where it belongs, which is like when you see the thing that makes you think about Bill Gates is evil, why don't you question the source and say, let me see this headline. Let me read through it. You can start to see the wheels and how it's engineered to get you outraged because I call it car crashes for clicks. Rubbernecking happens not when there's a car on the side of the road and somebody's taking a piss in the woods or you see someone on the phone on a car hood on the side of the highway. Rubbernecking happens when there's an accident. There's some blind spot in our shitty brains, humanity, where we focus on the negative. It's because we want to be accepted by the group. It's been passed down through evolution. That's why 
you know, 100 people could say they love you. One person says they hate you. You focus on the negative. So the media takes advantage of that. So you see a car crash on the side of the road. Everyone stops to see the car crash on the side of the road. And that's what the media knows. So all their articles now are tantamount to car crashes on the side of the road to get everyone to stop and, and read. And then we're so stupid because our education system is a failure because we've sent billions of dollars to, to our military industrial complex and to be... Um, to be an empire, we forgot Aristotle's warning, which was the future of a civilization depends on the education of the people. Public education should be a priority, and it's just not. Uh, we have one really funny fan who wrote, this is like a substitute teacher losing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I should have called this the substitute teacher that loses it. No, but, but be honest. If you walked into your fucking class and this is what you were getting, you'd be like, I hope my teacher dies. <laughs> Because this is fun to watch, baby. And then a lot of people are writing in, what's your preparation for Rogan? Are you nervous? Is it a... No. Uh, me and Binky were talking about this. Me and Mike were talking about it. Uh, by the way, go follow him, Homeless Pimp. Um, he's the reason why Hyenas has, is doing so well. Um, um, no, no. Um, Rogan, Rogan um, we've spoken before. We kind of communicated online he's you know i've admired rogan since the early 2000s I, I actually think he's a good comic i love his uh his i think it was like a 2006 special um in like a jersey club i thought it was a great special he's obviously uh a great podcaster he's a moral guy he stood up for comedians when they had uh, material taken um he's a moral guy and he does what the fuck he wants and he's a comic so I'm going in to hang out with a comic who I haven't really hung out with yet. So I'm just excited to sit with a comic. He asked me to be on the show. Um, he told me he loves my Twitter feed. Um, and uh, that was it. That's how it happened. He just hit me up and was like, yo, I've been loving your Twitter feed. He's been following me for a while, you know? And um, when him and Ricky Gervais followed me, those are like my two, two of my favorite people. Um, favorite comic. Ricky Gervais is like, nobody gives him credit because he like learned stand-up in a couple years, but the guy's stand-up is incredible. And uh, obviously, all the other movies and shows he's written are legendary. I love Ricky Gervais. And so, you know, yeah, I just, that made me really happy when he followed me and then asked me to go on Rogan. It's like, oh, that's the next step. That's going to make me real happy to just sit down and talk to Rogan. So, you know, I'm, uh, I got a lot in my head. He's got a lot of questions. We gonna, we're gonna, there's a lot going on in the world and I'm just excited to jam with the kid, you know, and, and take a photo of the studio and put it on my Instagram and, and just let people go, Oh shit. Yeah. Liddy, Liddy. Fuck. Yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> Who gives a shit? You know what happened when I thought I was going to die with Corona? I, I realized just let me get health again and I don't care about anything else. Just have fun. At the end, we all die. Who gives a shit? I don't care if this if this ever gets as popular as Hey Babe, it probably won't. Sal's a fucking rock star. The kid does arenas. That's like me doing a fucking podcast with Taylor Swift. Uh, Steve Mustache from the uh, Hyenas Patreons writing How in. How can we hire him to make promos? Let's figure it out. Yeah. But uh, he wrote, do you think uh, stand-up specials are going to become like Schultz's last one, like the monologue thing? I don't know, man. You know? I don't have a... I don't know. I just watched Tenant the other night. Christopher Nolan. You see that movie? No. Well, it's, it's Denzel Washington's son is a star. And I hate to say it, but the kid's a horrific actor. <laughs> He's like doing an impression of his dad. Uh, it's really wild to watch. But um, Well, how many people can outshine their famous father? Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, you should have just become a chef or something. Like, you're going to become... That's like LeBron James's son becoming a basketball player. It's not going to happen. You know, if your dad was average, 
Like, think about it. Like, Steph Curry's father was a great shooter, Del Curry. But he was a great shooter. He was kind of like a role player. Then you got Steph Curry. Same thing with Ken Griffey, his son, Kevin Griffey. The son can be better. But when your father's legendary, cuz, you got to open a restaurant. Find your own path. <laughs> Don't fucking go down the same path and be an actor. I mean, you're a terrible actor, Denzel Washington Jr. And I wonder how you got that role. Was Did you come up through Shakespearean actor school? Um, Somebody wrote in, you look like an abortion survivor. <laughs> I am an abortion survivor. My parents had me when they were in their 80s. You think they wanted it? Um, so to answer the question, what was the original question? Because I want to think people are going to copy Schultz's monologue style. Right. right. So the movie Tenet, um, I was, yeah, the movie Tenet's about time travel. So it's like, I can't, if, if, if I could tell you that, I'd know everything. I mean, I seem to be pretty fucking, if you look at why Sean, it's like I predicted Sean King. That, that sketch was 12 years ago. You look at Maurice, that was 10 years ago. Th- th- nobody knew what a trans person was. Uh, and you look at Cardi B now, she's fucking posting photos of BBQs. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, she saw that as a stripper in the Bronx, and then she was like, yo, that's it. I'm going to be rigorous too. Um, so I don't have time travel, but um, here's the thing. People, things change constantly. Like, Bell Bottoms are back. Now, Doc Martens are back. They, those were hot in the early 90s. You know, when I was going to high school. So it's like, you look at Mark Norman's special. I remember Schultz, wanted me to put it up in clips. We put it up in a clip. And then I always wondered why we didn't have the full special on YouTube to give him a link. So people saw the clip. And Schultz is like, nah, you got to do it one clip at a time, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, then you look at Norman's special. It's like 4.5 million. You know, so people are in, you look at Rogan's. Rogan's, Rogan's does three, four hours Rogan sat down with my friend Michael Costa for four hours the other day. Michael Costa's my friend. I don't think I could talk to him for more than 35 minutes. So, and people, that's the biggest podcast in the world. So, long form is not dead. Nothing's dead. And, and things are cyclical. So, things get hot for a second. The thing, the thing, classics always are classics. Stan Smith's, Rod Lavers, Air Force Ones, Air, Air Max 95. They don't go out of style. Classical music, people still listen to it. Chess, still around. Great game. Rolling Stones, they'll never go out. But it's like TikTok and the stars, yeah, they're going to be fucking selling dick and pussy on the street in 20 years because that shit is, that's what you call flash pad. And then the last question on this episode, have we hit a point of toxic compassion in our society? Too much awareness? Too much virtue signaling? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, Sean King, the reason why Sean King bothers me so much is because he he needs the outrage. Like, I tweeted something. We should read one tweet. Can you go to my Sean King tweet? It's not about Sean King, but it's about, it's about, um, like, charlatans. It starts with charlatans. Yeah, that became a form of celebrity, a way to get attention. When I was a kid, I was neglected by my parents, so I would, like, mumble to them like something was wrong. I pretended like I was hurt, and that's how I got attention. Now everyone's doing that because they feel neglected because everyone has sold this American dream. Everyone's sold that you can't be happy unless you're a star or whatever. And the internet opened that door for everyone to be a star. So when you don't have talent, you go the other way and you seek attention by being a victim. And um, yeah, your tweet the, is- irony is, the irony is that you live in a country that allows you to do that, lets you know how great the country is. That's the irony. Your tweet was self-interested charlatans want... Want you trapped in trauma so they can keep drug dealing you victimhood. Right. So that's my problem with Sean King is he's a self-interested charlatan who uh, wants to keep you addicted so he can uh, to trauma 
That's why he keeps, you know, talking about trauma and not about the future or anything positive. He keeps bringing up black trauma because he wants to keep you in a state of victimhood so he can serve himself, so he can have a raison d'etre and he can have a career, you know? So it's so transparent that it's self-interested, you know? He only does, he's a one note. It's like, boom, whenever, and black people are just constantly like, we're oppressed, we're oppressed, we're oppressed, instead of looking at all the positives and the whole picture. Yes, that's true. And yes, this is true. You need to focus on that. Every community, first of all, white people is a boogeyman. Okay, it's created in America to hold black people down, but it's a boogeyman. White people could give a shit about each other. We're all little clans. Like, I grew up with Greeks. They didn't give a shit about anyone. They hate Italians. They hate Irish. You speak to Hispanics people, they hate each other. Like, there's no such thing as white people. You look at the history of Europe, it's the most murder you've ever seen in your entire life. World War I and II, millions of white people killed millions of white people. Humanity's shit. There's no such thing. You think if you went to Europe during World War II and you said, hey, white people... You know, why are you oppressing other... They're killing each other. They oppress... They put, they put other white people in the ovens <laughs> a lot and they murdered them. So it's like, it's a, it's a boogeyman. And every group has conservatives and liberals. I'm, I lean left. That's just how I think. Um, but I also have a lot of conservative points of view. I'm very... I just, I kind of consider myself a, a kind of an independent thinker and I take e each issue as it comes. But if you want to know the truth, the Greek community has flourished in America not because of bleeding heart liberals. If this country is about money, business, and power. It's a capitalistic country. So the conservative Greeks are the, really the ones that built the community. Family values, yes. Was the father sneaking off and banging hookers? Probably. Okay, was he a hypocrite? Yeah. But at least, you know, he was preaching family values and all that shit that kept the community together. He was going to church, whatever, and then he was banging Taiwanese hookers. Who cares? Nobody knew it's nobody's business. You can't make omelets without breaking eggs. So uh, to but wrap up. Black, but black people are like, I kind of seem, even Hispanics have a huge conservative uh, contingent now. 30%, 40%. Blacks are the only group that's like 1% or 2%. So although I disagree with a lot of things, people like Candace Owens are important, even though she's a fucking fanatic for Trump. It's important to have a conservative side to balance out everything and be pro-business because that's what's going to help every community and blacks should be proud. They're told all the time how oppressed it's like the most fastest growing middle class. There's billionaires now. I mean, you know, every athlete you watch on TV who's black, then there, there's a lot of them in a few sports. Let's be honest. We all got eyes. They're all millionaires. You invest. I mean, your community's coming up and it's great to see because black history is American history. Black people are really the most American people and their culture is the most imitated in history. Uh, so to wrap up this episode, people kind of want to get a few tips in their life how to stop cancel culture in their own... I thought circle. they were going to say how to marry a girl who's 14 years younger than you and a fucking piece. Well, at the time, I had a lot of money. I was hitting the road. I was selling out and I had a job in Miami that was paying me a lot of money on a network that had what it was all potential and it all failed. And I took a step back and nobody likes to go backwards in lifestyle, but by that point, I had her hooked in. No, I love my wife. We got married because we, you know, love each other. So what was the question? <laughs> uh, a few tips for people in their own lives how to stop the cancel culture in their own circles. In their own circles. Um, just, like, just laugh at people. Just like, uh, you really care? Like, do you really care? Point out the hypocrisies. You know, here's the thing. One of the wisest things I've ever heard is from my buddies you know, stepfather in a way who I love. I love talking to the guy. He's real religious. I'm not. 
you know, but he's not real, real religious, but he said, this is one of the wisest things I've ever heard. Remember this. Love is an action. It's not a concept. It's not a word. It's an action. So if you, whoever you're in a relationship with, whoever's your friend, remember that. If they love you, they'll act on that. They'll do things that show you they love you. It's an action that proves to you they've done things for you. People that tell you they love you, I mean, you know, God bless a lot of my friends. They, we, we say love you when we get off the phone. We don't love each other. You know what I mean? You, people who love each other don't need to say it all the time. It's an action. So similarly, when someone tells you that they're such a great person, it's usually a compensation for that they haven't done shit. Because if they were doing shit like Keanu Reeves doesn't run his fucking mouth and he takes the subway, you ever see pictures of Keanu Reeves? Nobody's gotten more videos sneaked of him on the train picking his nose than Keanu Reeves. He doesn't run his mouth. The kid takes the train. He's a humble kid. He probably donates to fucking charity and nobody fucking knows about it. Just like your humble host right here. I'm not humble. I'm a narcissist. That's why I fucking do this for a living. But I did social work for five and a half years. Fucking... You know, I only tell you that my grandfather was a slave because I, to make a point, I, it's not in my act. You won't see it in my comedy. You won't see Bill Burr talking about his wife being black. That's why he's the greatest comedian on the planet because he doesn't go to those crutches. He doesn't go, my wife's black, you know, and I fucking, you know, I, she, we go fucking, you know, when we go home, I eat this. I, I go, well, let me have a beer because that's what I eat. And she goes, yeah, well, let me, you know, it's like, you don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't compensate in that way. He doesn't, it doesn't use it as a crutch. So it's like, I did social work for five and a half years. My mother was a human rights lawyer. I grew up with United Nations, Christmas cards, Unitar. You could go Google her name, Anna Mamalakis Pappas. She wrote a seminal book on the human rights of children. I would walk around and I had to fucking take the little uh, cardboard UNICEF coin thing and go door to door and collect to give, oh, like that made a difference, mom. You, you ruined my childhood. On fucking Halloween, I was going door to door to collect quarters for, for kids in Africa while everybody else was dressing like Batman or Ghost because it was an easy costume to make. You put a fucking sheet and you put Babe Ruth on the back. I'm the fucking ghost of Babe Ruth. And I was like, hey, I'm the child of someone who thinks that this is going to make a difference in Africa. So I would collect $2.25 and so that was my whole life. I grew up with my mom was about justice. And then I did social work five and a half years. I did 9-11 disaster relief for two and a half. And then I worked at an SRO with formerly homeless and mentally ill people. I don't talk about it, except if you ask. It's not in my act. I don't make a big stink about it. So the bigger the stink, the, it's just like when you're about to fight, the more someone's running their mouth, the less they know how to fight. You know what I mean? Unless you're Michael Jordan, your mouth should not be open. Okay? Unless you're that girl from fucking Queen's Gabbit. Or whatever that, it was a great show then you shouldn't be running your mouth because you're not that good at chess. And I'm talking to you, the guy who beat me and was running his mouth. And then I <laughs> called him a bitch. And then he reported me and I got my chat blocked on <laughs> chess.com. All right. So you want to let the people know when the pod comes out? Yes. Know? This was a fun first episode with guest Tim Dillon. This is the pod comes out every Sunday. It's uh, me, Mike Lavin, just like we did today. I will have guests. Uh, you can ask me to do anything. There'll be a live chat going from Instagram every time we do this episode and it will erase in case I say something crazy that Mike will fucking have to edit out. Uh, you can pimp me out, ask me to do anything, your opinion on anything. Um, and they'll be able to call in. We're going to have can a call in eventually. We're going to be able to call in. Mikey's going to set that up. 
Um, you know, you want to hear my characters or uh, perspectives on things, you can ask me to do that. It's wide open. This is just basically an exploration of what's going on here, which is always a fucking long day. So, Wasta Dallas, go to Giannis Pappas, um, the YouTube page, Giannis Pappas Comedy. Giannis Pappas Comedy, all one word. Subscribe. That's where the long days videos will be going up. And, of course, it'll be available on every other platform. You know what I mean? And I'll see you next week. Ha, 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 ha.